with such diligence and dedication that you break the plow. Father is furious and beats you with such zeal that you lose consciousness. Okay, so let's... So let, my father beat me to death. Basically. So let's sum- summarize this. Beth, you worked so hard on the plow. So you overworked yourself, but you did a good job, right? But, you're, but, you, but you broke the plow, and your dad got mad, and he beat you to death. Pretty much, yeah. So you worked your ass off. Um, but you work, you work harder than machinery and you broke it and your dad got mad and he beat you to death. Pretty much. Fantastic. And that was middle ages, the game of life or something. So Beth, uh, are you done playing video games? Can we get to the show, please? I guess. All right. Put your, take your game away. Um, so, uh, some, some social news where nobody cares about the Prince guy, but DMX died. Did you hear about that? Do you even know who that is? No. <laughs> some, some rapper. Well, some rapper. A famous, he was really big in the late I, 90s. I, I heard thousand. about Prince Philip. Yeah. Fucking 112 year old Prince. Like, he was 99. Well, even more lame. He was, he didn't even reach the 100 mile a uh, year mark. So fuck that dude. He's <laughs> okay. not even. Okay. Yeah. How old was DMX? 50. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> and he, and it was an overdose. I mean, I'm saying. Uh, who's surprised? <laughs> um, definitely not if you're a fan of DMX. Now this dude had a really like he he's one of those like um you know blew up in the late 90s early 1000s. You ever heard that song Stop Drop um Shut Him Down Open Up Shop The Rough Riders mm-hmm. Anthem? Mm-hmm. Beth, you just do not like good music. Name some and of good the good music. <laughs> <laughs> now he had he had like one of those huge Do I look like I listen to rap? <laughs> I mean, you got like a a teardrop Hyrule tattoo on your side of your face. So, yeah, I think you rock pretty hard there beth don't you have like a rough riders um sticker on the back of your car i just seen if there's any rap songs i've listened to it's the weird al parodies oh um uh, white and nerdy white and nerdy you know what it's funny how like how vastly different like i love white and nerdy to how much i dislike um i don't even remember the old i can't remember the i can't for the life of me guess the the original one Riding dirty. There you go. It's riding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I had to guess. It, or I don't out. even know who did it. Who cares? I'm not gonna yeah, think about. It. I'm definitely not, not looking up. But anyway, it's called riding dirty, and it's definitely a one hit wonder. And then um, I th- I want to say I read somewhere it's Weird Al's like biggest hit. Probably. I mean, you know, everyone knows it. But, everyone knows it a lot better than the original. <laughs> yeah, riding dirty. I, I'm saying it as much to try to like cement it in my head enough to talk about it now. But by tomorrow, I'm not going to remember it. Yeah. It's only like for, um, you know, th- this conversation. But Riding Dirty, that's the last time I'm going to say it because I- I'm bored of saying it already. But <laughs> White and Nerdy is by far the superior version of it. And he's even dressed like he doesn't have like a Yankee hat and like a... No, no, he's dressed all nerdy. He has all of his oh, curly hair up under this yeah. wig. And he's got, you know, like the, the polo shirt and the khaki pants. I thought I remember him wearing thick glasses. like that, you know, um, high school. Um, what is that called? That jacket? You're probably thinking of um, the cover art or something. Uh, all about the Pentiums. Oh, he, he's dressed all gangster in that one. Like like Puff Daddy and shit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got the hat and the jacket. And he's got Drew Carey as his backup dancer. Oh, what? I got to watch the one. You've never seen Drew that Carey. video? No, nah, I've oh, seen like clips great. of it. I don't know. <laughs> and he has that uh, obnoxious Puff Daddy vibe where it's like in that tunnel with the lights and shit. Mm-hmm, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they call it the, the flashy suit man version of Puff Daddy or whatever. Yeah, those videos are terrible but you it's well to me it's funny how much people like beloved you know that parody version but to me it's like far inferior to some of his other i love like um eat it oh yeah um, the classic michael jackson's jackson, jackson one, one. Yeah, yeah but they're so like to me 
as little your knowledge of Weird Al is so much better than mine. Mm -hmm. But I've heard so many of 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 uh, his other parodies, and they're vastly superior to White and Nerdy. But it's funny because I, I think it's just White and Nerdy came out at the right time. Yeah, at the right time where he was kind of quiet for a while. Yeah, and like um, his latest album, uh, Mandatory Fun. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure if he's put out another one since then. But the Mandatory Fun was the first. Um, comedy parody type album to hit number one on the billboard charts of all time yeah oh shit and so that was after that was his like what 12th album or something oh i have no idea like, but he's, he's got a lot but yeah he's he started in the 80s and yeah and this just happened a few years ago so like a surgeon like i i don't think i've ever heard any of these full songs because to me parody songs you know they're kind of goofy to listen to but i don't know if i could like Sit there and listen to the whole thing. Just it's really of... bad because you know I, I grew up listening to Weird Al, yeah. and um, he's got so many good parody songs. So like, if I hear the original version, like in on the radio or in a store, I'm singing the Weird Al parody in my head. Because it's it's kind of better. In it's a way. better, yeah. but it's what I know, and it's just like I can't hear it without hearing that now. Like um, Lola so... comes on the radio on the Fox. Oh yeah, yeah. And so I've got to sing Yoda. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. I, I, I've never heard of that one, so yeah. I didn't know that. Y O D A Yoda. <laughs> oh, that sounds funny. I like that because because the Lola, the Lola is goofy to me. Like the original one. I know. La, la, actually, la, la, Lola. It's you goofy. You ever actually listened to the lyrics? Um, kind of, sorta. Like it's been a while since I've heard it. It's it's, <laughs> it's about a guy who picks up a transvestite in the bar and he doesn't know it's a guy. <laughs> Yeah, it's something like that, because I remember it was kind of goofy. Like, I remember yeah, it was like... but he fell in love with her, and then he realized later on that she's a guy. Well, at least he doesn't, like, beat beat him to death, right? No, he no. He just kind of like, like that. oh, my mistake, and he kind of laughs it off in a way, right? I think it's just kind of like, you know, well, that's life. Yeah, you know? like, let, let by, by dudes be by dudes or yeah, something. Yeah, <laughs> but it, But so in Weird Al's, it just... Oh, he didn't pick up a... A Jedi didn't turn out to be Yoda, right? It's just like no, it's just he just sings about Yoda. He he sings about um, in Empire Strikes Back when Luke got to Dagobah, and he Who he found that? Yoda. I'm gonna just let you take on because you, you've no... never seen Empire Strikes Back. Hell no, I've seen five minutes of the old school um Star Wars. I watched two of the newer ones. Yeah, That's not a newer one. That's the second one that ever came out. Yeah, but I mean the 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 new new ones. The ver let's not go with the numbers. Seven, eight, nine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to think of actors, but yeah, I haven't watched like the the four, five, six. I've watched Those five are the minutes. Best ones, Beth. We talked about this like last week, I think. So okay, continue though. <laughs> Those are the best ones. But that second name you threw out after Luke, I never heard that in my life. The buy buy one get one free, whatever you said, Bogo. I don't know what he hears. Dagobah? Dagobah. There we go. Dagobah. Uh, it's a planet. <laughs> die, die by day. Don't we have a restaurant or something called Die by I Day? I have no idea. All right, continue, Beth, because I'm going off the road. <laughs> when I admit I'm going off the road, you know we're in trouble. The, the Weird Al song Yoda is about Luke finding Yoda in the swamp at Dagobah. Okay. Die by day. That yeah. was it? That was the end of the story? That was the end of the story. How'd you let me get this far? And then you just go back to like, that's the end of the story. Well, out. then you started talking sacrilege and saying you've never seen <laughs> Star Wars, so... I haven't watched the OG, the good Star Wars. I've watched like the bastardized fan service Star Wars. That they, after they kicked George, after, after they locked George Lucas out of the room, you know, and his little stubby. Well, legs I mean, you know, when George Lucas was still 
decent, know, relevant, well, conscious. Making, making the movies, episodes one, two, and three. If you've yeah. seen those and judge all of Star Wars off those ones, you're going to just be disappointed because the best ones are four, five, and six. Hey, I wanted to watch the pod racing. You know what? Don't... The pod race in episode one, the pod racing scene is the boringest scene <laughs> in the entire movie. And it should have been the most action-packed and exciting, but it's just so damn boring and it goes on forever. <laughs> I always fast forward through that part because oh, nothing, man. nothing exciting of any type happens during that pod racing scene. Well, now you just you made it like a hundred percent. I'm never gonna watch one, two, and three at all. Like, well, don't was... watch one, two, and three. They're all terrible. Oh, well, that's a... <laughs> watch four, five, and six. And if you feel like it, seven, eight, nine is not bad. Well, I watched seven and eight, so I'm just not gonna. I'm gonna just watch Star Trek. How's that? And Star Trek's good too. <laughs> All right, let's get back. We're nine minutes in. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Uh, let's do like one chapter of uh, Deadwood City, the story okay. of Kurt Malloy. Where we left off, um, Kurt Malloy wants you to take out the sheriff. So he can be sheriff of the town. Oh, shit. So the... the... Maybe we should skip it because I'm scared. I'm all, I'm all hyped <laughs> up with California Lottery, but now I'm scared of Kurt Malloy. So the choices are, if you're having second thoughts about being in the game and decide to pull out quietly while Malloy is in the saloon, turn to page 41. If you decide to help Malloy and take out the sheriff... Turn to page 46. What did the sheriff... Did we even talk to the sheriff before? No, but Kurt Malloy wants to be sheriff of the town, so he said, I want you to take him out. But I thought... Here, I'll, I'll say... Malloy gives you a little talk. I've got this town where I want it, but there's only one problem. That sheriff's a thorn in mine's side. He's a miserable cur, but he has... He could cause trouble. Now, I don't believe in breaking the law. <laughs> I just believe in changing it a little. I'm going to have a drink at the saloon. Meet me here in half an hour and we'll go over and make me the sheriff of this town. You know what? I thought we talked to the sheriff before or something. No, it was an option to go talk to the sheriff. Oh, we to never see did. What's going on in town, but you said that was, you know, what a whiny Cowardly. little bitch would do, so you went to the saloon instead. Beth, how dare you call me out on my previous trend? <laughs> transgressions. Um <laughs> So, so you have two choices, you know, you know what? Run away while Malloy's having a drink or go and... Never does it say we have a weapon, right? We never once yeah, have a weapon. No. This is bullshit. Now I'm mad no, at this. I mean, you know, it's it's implied. You know, you're in the Old West. Yeah. The pictures have a, have a like, a six-shooter at your side. Am I Annie Oakley in this or something? I don't know. They keep showing me. You know what? I think it's supposed to be, like, a gender-neutral, you know, person's... So that, you know, whoever's reading it can take on whatever role they want. I just don't like the fact that we're like everybody's pawn. So let's get out of there. We're, we're escaping. Okay. Let so, them catch up to us. I don't give a fart. All right. 41. Okay. You pack up and head west towards Silver Springs. As Ooh. you're riding along, a band of Indians comes galloping down the hills. Uh, Native Americans. A little sensitivity there. Well, when was this made? Twenty twenty four. I mean, I was reading this when I was a kid, so let's see. I'm finally copyright here. <laughs> it's gonna be like nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. Copyright nineteen seventy eight. Oh yeah, that's, that's in the, the. If you that see was before the political correctness was a thing. Well, if you see, start seeing like like rough words for like African Americans or for Asians. Please feel free to um, censor yourself. Beth. Yeah. All right, here we go. Um, da, 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 da. They come galloping down the hills and surround you. There is no chance to escape. You surrender and they take you back to their camp. The camp cool. is large, probably several hundred people. Many nice. of the women are preparing meat and stretching buffalo skins after a successful hunt. Nice. Your captors tell you to sit and wait near the edge of the encampment. 
After what seems like hours, the chief himself walks up to you. He stands silently for a long time, looking you in the eye. Finally, he says, you fear us. We no. fear the white man. What can we do? F- what can you do for us? I could run away from Kirk Malloy. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> uh, you sit there thinking. The chief, chief walks off. At last you have an idea. You can offer to help the Native Americans make an yeah. agreement with the white man. Was that so hard? Jackass? <laughs> All right, go. Not you, Beth. There's the book. I was going to get Jackass. You can help the Native Americans make an agreement with the white men that would protect their hunting ground. No, no treaties. We're murdering these white boys down. All right, go. But you also notice that no one is guarding you. You could probably jump on the horse tied up nearby and ride No, come on, man. There's no way. Oh, man. So do you decide to offer to help make an agreement with the white man, or do you rush to the horse in an effort to escape? Oh, that effort is a big effort. I'm not feeling that bad. Let's since we're already 20 minutes in, let's get start talking okay. about yeah. Ooh, this is getting good. <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm kind of impressed that we survived this long. Yeah, you know, you know though. No, never mind. I won't say yeah, that don't spoil. It. <laughs> you better watch yourself. Yeah. You better take that book home because I'm so. T- Every time I sit in this chair, I'm like, damn it, Beth. You know what? I, I haven't even asked my listeners, but let's see how how much they like it because I got another, this one's too big. Look at these fucking words. That is definitely a kid's book. An educational look, book at that. Look at those pictures, though. They're so gruesome. They're real pictures. Look at that cool. The James Boys. The Bandit King. All right, we're just... Playing. <laughs> Sorry, you say king of ween makes me think of chicken weens. Yeah, that's why I said eat a lot it. of chicken weens. Well, you know what? I can't eat them with sauce anymore. All right. So, welcome back. This is the Jive-Ass Alien, the King of Wing, Tony Shava with this designated driver. Beth the Supreme Deity. I guess we should have said that. Beth the Supreme Driver. Nice. Not even a designated driver. She is, You know what? When's the last time I you had a... I am the Supreme Driver. When's the last time you had a ticket? Beth? I have never had a ticket. Never in your life? Well, I had, I got a parking ticket once. Oh, lame. Yeah, you got but one of the lame... that's it. And after that, like, you, you do you take out, like, the... The, what do they call them? What do they call them? The, the the people giving out the tickets and shit. The meter maze. Meter maze. Yeah, you take out. No, the... I I actually got it on my street because I was parked <laughs> parked the wrong way on my street. What was that, Miss Cool? Why are you trying to do the? I was just. I, I think I was in the hurry to go inside, and it's like, well, I'll move my car later, and then I forgot and never moved it. Damn. Left it there overnight. That's some cold hard uh, ticket. So did you get like put on FBI's most wanted list? No, or... it was only a twenty five dollar ticket. Oh shit, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so today we're going to talk about um, basically cars, driving, anything to do with, you know, four wheels, pedal to the metal. Uh, what about two Head wheels? out on the hub, huh? What about your two wheels? Uh, two wheels, they're busters, man. Whoever rides two wheels, you're just a, you're just a coward. Like, it's four wheels or bust, you know what I mean? <laughs> nah, man, if, well, two wheels, uh, we'll do another show for that. Uh, I don't know, maybe I'll do a show with Mark, because I did want to do a car show with Mark, but, you know, gearheads or you'll, something. You'll get a lot of uh, tech talk. Tech talk with Mark. Yeah, um, tech talk. TikTok gearhead with Mark. Gearhead TikTok. TikTok TikTok with Mark. Hickory Dickory Doc. Oh yeah, like we'll, we'll do um, what's this guy? Uh, Andrew Dice Clay bits with Mark. Hickory Dickory Doc. To be continued. Um, we only got forty minutes because we did way too long of a of a cold open. That thing like melted pretty much. But mm-hmm. uh, like yeah, I've always been huge into driving. Um, I've driven even you know 
like even preteen a little bit with like my dad always had me driving the first first car i actually had like my hands on the wheel and stuff was like a like a 93 i want to say it's like a ford escort you remember those little ugly buggers yeah it's almost like a hatchback i want to say like yeah, they're, they're pretty they're pretty ugly it yeah. was it was a, a neighbor friend slash friend where my dad used to keep his vans and stuff like that well you know what actually my first first time on some my hands on some wheels i was probably like five or six it was my dad's like a work truck like an 80 something <laughs> chevy it was kind of i guess one of those rape vans but there was like <laughs> it was painted for work so it was a, a repurposed rape van it was made mm-hmm. for work so so it was like I guess he would rape work. I don't know. Did did he paint free candy on the side? No, it was not free candy, uh. and and it was even you had to pay for work, so that's why it was repurposed. Mm. So it, I guess it was like a, a rape van that grew up. You know, it got a career. It got out of prison. <laughs> I got out of prison. It got, got out of prison. Yeah, it got olive drab painted, so it covered up his tattoos, and it it, it went straight. You know, so mm. it, it it found Christ again. I guess you know, <laughs> so it's pretty good. But so he used it, um, and. This is like the first house we lived in, 105th Street in L.A. Yeah, yay, home of gang banging and uh, drug slanging. Um, it's probably from a song somewhere. But <laughs> but I was sitting like in the in the seat, and I I think I hit the the parking brake or something. And I backed up into somebody's trailer. Like in a, <laughs> it'll, that's like one of my fa- my dad's uh, favorite. It wasn't stories. me. <laughs> yeah, even though it was my little diary, I couldn't run. I wasn't walking. I think I was just sitting in the driver's seat. You know what? That's parents' fault. That's where parents want to mm-hmm. avoid the blame. He's the one that set me on there. Like, he knew I couldn't reach the brake pedal, right? That's poor planning there. <laughs> uh, and then there are early memories of my dad um, and sitting me and my sister on his motorcycle. We had, like, a little Honda or something. So he likes to take credit for teaching me how to ride a bike. But, like, okay, bro, I didn't start riding until I was, like, 20, 21. So <laughs> there's, like, a, a 15-year gap between there. That does not count, dude. Uh, he had a scooter somewhere between there, but... Yeah, it wasn't until the Escort where I actually sat in the driver's seat and drove around uh, L.A., like, little cities like that. And then shortly thereafter, he had, like, um, I don't know, late 80s uh, pickup truck. I think it was, like, a Dodge or GMC. And then he had, like, a, a manual trans 65 GMC pickup, no power steering, no Ooh. power brakes. And I drove that one in Oregon. And I remember- yeah, back then, you didn't have to go to the gym. Your driving was your workout plan yeah but as always well no you can't skip leg day because you got it, it's manual trans so you have you're jamming on that manual mm-hmm. or that clutch with like both feet you know mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and like to make a left turn your whole body weight's on the left side like pulling it like you're like you're pulling like a, a curtain from a play you're just like yanking on mm-hmm. it your whole body mm-hmm. leaning so i was i remember one incident where i was driving uh with i want to say it was uh julie my the oldest girl I can't remember if she was in the mi- yeah she must have been in the middle and then because you know it's it, the um, the stick for the manual uh, drive is right there the transmission what do you call it the manual stick whatever the gear shift the gear shift yeah and so my dad's on the other side and we're coming we're on a two lane road and we're coming up on a turn on the left and the traffic's which is probably like a thirty mile per hour road and the traffic's heading our way pretty fast and. And I'm doing my little quick uh, amateur calculations, but I think like I can make this turn. So and it's no power steering, but I'm yanking on it hard. And I take this turn like at 25 miles per hour or something, and I'm taking it hard. And I barely lift the wheels. I, I like to emphasize that barely, but I take the turn and, and nobody yelled too hard. Nobody honked as uh, far as I can recall. But I take the turn pretty, pretty, pretty handsomely. I like to say, and it, it, it turned out pretty cool. But that was one of the incidents I remember. But 
yeah, those were some of the first moments that I started kind of driving in. I've always liked driving manual transmission. I have one mm -hmm. right now. It's a BMW. Um, just throw that in. <laughs> we're going to talk about our current cars, you know. <laughs> yeah, if you do tech talk with Mark, don't bring up the BMW. <laughs> oh, and just to rub salt in the wound, but um, yeah, it wasn't running last week. It was a battery. I got it charged, and now it's tip-top shape. It's a five-year-old battery, okay? Give me a little slack, you know? Sometimes I got to buy a $220 battery soon, like... So what? It happens when you're a big baller shot caller. Um, <laughs> but my, yeah, I guess I could talk about first car later. But Beth, tell us your uh, first driving adventures. Um, I remember when I was really little, like maybe five or six. My dad used to sit us on his lap and let us steer. Give you that feel. Yeah, we'd we'd go we'd go down that need just, for speed. Just down the block. I mean, you know, he'd he'd work the gas. He, he didn't touch the gas, but he'd work the brake pedal. But he'd sit us on his lap and let us steer. Let, and that way he'd be drive. like right there to like pull the wheel for getting yeah. too f too close to other cars or houses <laughs> or children. By or accident, something. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, we, we always loved it when he did that. And no real reason why he decided to let us try that. But it was fun. Maybe he needed fingerprints on the steering <laughs> wheel or something. Yeah. I remember my dad went through a lot of interesting cars when I was a kid. Oh, how come? Like. I don't know. I think he, well, we never really had a good quality car. A lot of the cars we had were hand-me-downs from other family members. Oh, okay. Or, he, or friends that were selling them, and, and I think my dad liked it, so he bought it, and my mom got mad. <laughs> <laughs> so. But I, I remember, like, you know, the the car we had for the longest time was, like, a Hyundai or a Honda or something like that. Oh, um, what year was that? Because that's. Oh, I don't know, the 80s. See, because. From what I know, I'm I'm definitely no car expert. It's all kind of I picked up, but Hondas since like pretty much since their history, they've always been pretty dependable cars. Mm -hmm. But Hyundai's oh no, those are completely opposite. <laughs> uh, probably since maybe mid to late '80s, they started getting much better. Now they're pretty top of the line. Uh, now they even have a Genesis line, which is like a higher class. Mm -hmm. They cost a little more, uh, but overall they're pretty cheap compared to other cars. Uh, the price wise, but the quality is pretty pretty up there they're always trying to make it their cars look like other yeah cars but they do a good job like i i have no problem buying a, i've liked the hyundai santa fe suv for quite a while now ever since like the maybe late 80s you can't go wrong with the with the hyundai they're pretty good cars i would i would feel pretty good buying one and price wise they're much better than, than most of the other cars yeah the korean cars for a while were just total crap yeah lately they've been i think they realized that they got the reputation for crap so they're trying to make it seem a lot better like he is he is kind of good too risen themselves out of the ashes a little bit remember the day woos man the day oh were... god don't talk to mark about day woos he man. had one <laughs> no but he's driven them before why and how <laughs> he he's a mechanic he drives all kinds of cars oh no that's terrible i i, I, I knew somebody that oh what car was i think it was a, a chevy cobalt or something like that that's basically a rebadged day woo <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible uh, i've seen the cobalts and as yeah. soon as you say it now i recognize it yeah for yeah. sure oh, that's terrible yeah that one lasted like a few years i need i need somebody at a school one time like a um, vocational school and she used to drive one and for some reason we had to drive somewhere one time and it was a bunch of us that drove in her car and just sitting in that car i was like i hope it doesn't burst into flames like just <laughs> just sitting in it made it feel like trash and i was like i think i'll just walk to the five miles where we're going because it just i i hated being in it <laughs> i wanted to go in the trunk and even then i don't think that would have been a better choice really yeah i think my dad had a early 80s um hyundai or celica 
at one point a Honda Celica or not Honda a Toyota, Toyota. Celica. Yeah. And uh, those were that ugly. car was crap. <laughs> well, see, so a lot of those like Toyota Hondas, they're pretty good. If you want, you get them new mm-hmm. and you and treat take care them. Of them. Yeah, at, yeah, like it takes a lot of maintenance at that time. Yeah, but I remember he he had some like some like uh what we would consider like a classic muscle car now, like a. Charger. Camaro or something like that. Any uh, IROX? I can't remember what it was, but I remember my mom hated driving it because it made this loud clicking sound as it drove. Like a bomb? Like a tick, 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 tick. And she was just like, she's like, it's so embarrassing. You know, the car's making this ticking noise. But then we got a hold of, we were given a Volvo by my grandpa. And that one, the brakes... Even brand new brakes, no matter what, would always shriek incredibly loud whenever you pressed the pedal. Every single time? Every single time. You put brand new brakes on them, you know, take different them to, brakes, the, different to a brand. place, you know, adjust them no matter what. The brakes always squeaked on that. But that was fine to her. Oh, but that wow. clicking sound in the other car, she hated that. Was that just whenever it was driving to a click? Like when we hit a turn. I think there was something wrong with... Um, the ball and steering or something? Or... Or like the suspension or um, so the something, bearings. Something when it like turned, that. it would click. Yeah. Somewhere like metal is rubbing on metal yeah, or something. basically. That's funny. But yeah, you know, she was incredibly embarrassed about that. But the shrieking sound that came from the brakes in the Volvo, she was fine with. That, <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, you would assume you're going to hear that a lot more than the turn. Because that's, mm-hmm. you know, when you're turning into or out of something. But a, a brake, every time you're braking, which is like almost half the time you're doing anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's weird. Well, that was kind of, that's a good kind of segue because I was also thinking, so your dad contributed a lot of the sort of car drama. What about your mom? Um, She never really went out and bought cars when I was a kid. Um, Usually, like I said, usually our cars were hand-me-downs for family members. They'd yep. go get new cars. But like her parents or her brothers or whatever, their cousins, they never, you know, um, or her high school cars. Like, did she ever pass any cars on to you or something? Oh, no, no, nothing like that. They're all long gone. Oh. <laughs> I remember when we lived in Napa. This was when I was a teenager. Yeah, yeah. I was 16 at the time. Oh, so you're getting into that driving age. So that's what I'm curious about. Yeah. yeah well, we had, she had bought, um, it was in 19, this was 99, 2000. Oh, shit. Yeah. 2000, 2001, I think. And she had bought in a 98, the new, the new, it was the first new style of the Beatles. Oh, the Volkswagen Beetles. smoother, yeah. Yeah, you know, they, you know, she they wanted... brought them back, you know, with the new style. This is like the when it first came out, and she got one of those, and she loved that car. She, she wanted she that just... flower holder? It, it had one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> and she loved that car so much, and um, I think f- they had to sell it because they couldn't keep up on the payments for it, but... Was that like a four-seater, or was it... It was a four-seater, yeah. It was surprisingly spacious. Yeah, it, it looked like it was. Yeah. I just didn't like because the motor looked like underpowered, you know? Yeah, it was yeah. really underpowered. Like, if you're not looking to, you know, go up many mountains, it's a good little city runabout. It's as like somebody that would... take it to San Francisco, it would never have made it up those hills no? in San Francisco. Really? <laughs> like, we always... My stepdad had a um, Toyota Solara. That was the, the family... Well, say family. The when, when we all went somewhere, that's the car we four take. five seater. Yeah. It was yeah, it was a five seater. Oh, nice. Is that yeah. a is that a V eight or a V six? Uh, probably a V six. Yeah. yeah, but a pretty strong one. Yeah. yeah, stronger than the the Beetle. Beetle, yeah. 
The but, Beetle, it probably has as much juice as one of those pullback cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My friend, she got a, uh, when this was, you know, probably about 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, she had this Honda. It was a 86 Honda hatchback. And we always said, you know, it looked like one of those cars you had to pull out, <laughs> pull back before it goes. It's like, so do you get in, like push it, you put your foot out the door and push it back? Push it to backwards, get it going. yeah. Yeah. Just to get up a hill. <laughs> just to go just to go anywhere yeah. yeah every stop every time she hits like a stop she has to like mm. alright hold on hold on hold on <laughs> everybody help me push it back and then just ring <laughs> oh, that's funny yeah like those 80s Hondas like they're pretty good but you definitely don't get any power out of them mm. you know what I mean like not gas unless wise. you modify them a whole lot yeah and that's where you hear those little like um, little flapping cars out there ring yeah red lining yeah yeah it's, oh it's my like, god like you you're just expecting to hear this big boom <laughs> just pops they, they remind me of like those little cars that they make like in science experiment for kids where they put like a balloon and like um mm. carbon um carbon um baking soda in it and shit mm-hmm. and vinegar that's what i picture like these little dudes like trying to make this little super car boost power because because <laughs> like okay after you do your little blast you got to pick it up and take it home, dude. Like, you know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you got one shot to do it, and then what? Like, unless you're going home, you're pretty pretty much stuck. There's an episode of Top Gear, the British one, where they're talking about people who modify cars for, like, drag, way, drag racing and stuff that like time? that. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it'll work really great once. You On know, if you try it again, it'll go boom, clap, 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 clap. <laughs> it just makes the whole noise, yeah. yeah. Well, there's tons of, especially, you know, I don't follow it too much, but I guess because the whole COVID thing... Uh, there was a lot more of the, those car meets they call them where crowds just get together and then mm-hmm. a bunch of idiots show up in their little souped up mommy you know their, their mom and dad's car and you know my fear is when they try to do like turns and stuff and then they slam it into like a a curb and then everybody's like, oh and then they all run over there and it's like you can't run away dude you're stuck there right yeah. so so now the police gonna show up like, what are you going to do? You you know, you run away and your plaques are there. And then now your mom's going to show up in the town and country to drag your stupid ass away. <laughs> Grab you know? by the ear and drag yeah. you home. <laughs> Timothy, I done told you, do not take the car out. To, but mom, all the cool kids are doing it. Well, they all fall off the cliff. Yes, you absolutely would do it because it would look cool for those three seconds. You know? I remember what, this is nothing to do with cars, but I was watching this oh. video online. It's like there's some kid at, you know, some you know, quote unquote demonstration rally that just turned into a huge riot. <laughs> and um <laughs> someone was filming just so so unfortunate that someone was happened to be filming him at his t- at the time because his mom went <laughs> found him, dragged him home by the ear, slapping him and oh, yelling no. at him the whole time. It's like <sighs> whatever you know, however coolly you just try to look right now, rioting, it, it's gone. You're done. <laughs> yeah, see, that's when I want to get more deets. Like, I want to know his username, his, like, like uh, I'm, I'm, I'm bloody killer 45, yeah, you like, know? Yeah, his GTA uh, Yeah, his, his persona, yeah. <laughs> Mur- murder, death, kill, 5540 or whatever. Like, yeah, whatever, dude. It's like, it's like that's a mom right there. Found <laughs> her son, drug him home by the ear, slapping him the whole way. Yeah, that's where, like, you know, the the dude is, like, doing this shit, like, completely hidden. And then his mom finds him, like, not on my watch, Jeremy. Like, you're not pulling this bullshit out. Like, you put on your Sunday clothes and I'm taking you to church, you know? <laughs> yeah. Beat, the, beat the, 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 the fear of God into you, man. <laughs> all right, so, but Beth. Anyway, back to cars. Uh, so, yeah, after all that driving, all that driving, uh, as usual, the first car 
see, my dad, it's funny. My dad's always been like the only one working. And so even when, you know, we had, I want to say like an 88 Buick Century. It was like this white one that he bought from some lady who was a cunt. Because um, we ended up renting a house to her. And she, I think she paid us the first month. She ended up living like a year there without paying us nothing. Because she, this is why you don't do business with family or friends. Mm-hmm. Um, we we knew her for years, trying not to get too ranty on it, but she was the first one at her house where I, I see Beth shaking her head over there, um, trying not to get too ranty on it. But <laughs> I watched the Batman Returns at her house, and that's where my my Batman um, boner started from. Where like I watched it, at, uh, that's where like the first Batman thing that I watched, you know, with Penguin and Catwoman. Yeah, that's where my Catwoman <laughs> lust, Catwoman slash Michelle Pfeiffer lust. Have you seen Michelle Pfeiffer? That girl is a vampire, man. She's like yeah, she's sixty something. Aged. I love, and she can still fit in a Catwoman outfit. By Jesus Christ, they had to put her in there with uh, baby powder. I went. Yeah, I bet. No, it's, it's literally what happened. Um, I went to a Tim Burton museum exhibit, like I don't know, ten years ago in L.A. The L.A. County Museum of Arts, um, and they have a bunch, you know, Edward Scissorhands exhibit. They had like the Catwoman exhibit. It was like this, this big. Like, legit, this big was her costume. And I was like, <laughs> it was like the size of my forearm. And I was like, how did they get her? And it said on there, like, they had to put her in, in baby powder to get her in a costume. And Michelle Pfeiffer's a tiny woman. And this thing was, like, the size of my forearm. I went, wow. And she should have won an award just for that, man. Yeah, right. Because, I mean, damn. Oh, and my buddy laughed at this last time, so I'm going to update him on that. But currently with my... um you know, fitness or whatever, eating better. I'm down to an A cup, so I'm getting better. Oh, nice! Like, and I and I know because I went a good one. I picked up a pair. So mm-hmm. anyway, uh, say so your old sports bras don't fit anymore, huh? No, nah, man. They're just I'm using them to like to grow plants now. I'm just hanging them outside. <laughs> That's why you saw those polka dots over there. Itty bitty teeny tot polka dot bikini. That's what I'm putting. Itsy bitsy teeny oh. weeny. Yellow what? polka dot bikini. All right, fine. You want to? I, I listen to the oldie station. <laughs> That's funny. All right, so back to the Batman. Back to the lady who sold us that car, overpriced, and I remember it was guard. I don't know what happened to that car. I'm gonna ask my dad because I don't have that memory. But um, somehow we got rid. Of- I drove that one in South without a license, by the way. So you know, somebody fi- slapped my parents with a fine, without a license or a permit. Um, so and so throughout my youth, so my dad had that previous uh, rape van, but it's a work van now, and he had an Econa line. And that was the the family van. It went to Mexico twice. Uh, that's before I ended up in a me- Mexican prison. Uh, it wasn't a Mexican prison, sorry. Mexican jail. That's a story for another day. Um, so we had. Did you call to- your grandparents and say you need bail money? <laughs> no, because I don't. I don't speak good Spanish, and only my grandma was alive at the time. And you know what? She was no. She was in the states. I think. I don't know. I was trying to call like a, fa- a family friend of my dad's that I just met the day before. But he had a fucked up name, and I can't remember it. <laughs> and he had mentioned that he was friends with like the police because every year they do like a like a parade. And I couldn't remember his fucking name. And so he he could have saved me, but I, I didn't remember his name. They snatched <laughs> me up like at 11 or 12 at night, and I spent the night. It wasn't a prison. It was a Mexican jail. All right. So moving on. Anyway. Yeah, anyway, that's not important now. Who cares? I got a prison tattoo, and I'm in, a, in one of the cartels. They might not be around. I don't know. But anyway, so we had two vans at that time. My dad had this green work van. Somehow I got So when we moved up to Oregon, we had just the, the blue GMC van, the, the no power steering, and we had up there. My dad bought a '89 Buick Century maroon, maroon seats. It was a, uh, it's like fake velour. I don't know what it's mm-hmm. called. I know that, what you're talking about. Hot as fuck, man. But it had the armrest in the middle. But you flip it up, and now you can seat six, man. Mm-hmm. So of mm-hmm. course I got my permit. 
I don't know how the rules are there, but uh, I was 16 years old. As soon as I can, I got my permit. I think like a few months before that, I rode my little shitty, like, it wasn't even BMX. It was like one fixed gear up some mountain to some friend, some a friend of a friend's house. Um, I told him I'd buy this bong from him. It looked like a vase. I bought it. I, I took it home with me. I never paid him for it. And I bro- I didn't break it. Some idiot broke it. We were trying to smoke out of it. Um, but as soon as I got home, I, I threw this shitty one gear bike and I said, I'm never riding a bike again. And so far, I've kind of kept my promise. I think I've been on one bike once since, you know, this is 19 or 2001 or two or some shit like that. No, 2000, 2000. You mean bicycle. But it's, oh, bike. Yeah. I've never been on bicycle. I've been on a motorcycle, but that's a story for another day. <laughs> Just add them up. There's like <laughs> eight, eight stories for another day. Uh, uh, Mexican prison, uh, Mexican jail and motorcycle. Okay. So we had this 89 Buick Century Maroon. We drove it. One time we drove it. All six of us, my, me, my parents, and my four sis, three sisters. There was four, but we left one behind because she was annoying. Yeah, more, <laughs> more annoying than Rika. Can you believe that? You've heard Rika before. More annoying than her. All right. That's just, that might be false. No comment because I know she listens to this. <laughs> uh, I, I can't stand her. Anyway, let's just say we left the wrong sister. All right. Like uh, like Hugo. We left, uh, Hu- we left Huga. All right. Chalk this up to carelessness on my part. <laughs> <laughs> so... The, the one Dr. Hibbert. Dr. Hibbert. <laughs> yeah, was it like on the left side or something? The the evil mm-hmm. twin is the left side? Like the evil twin has always been Bart. It's like, oh, don't look so surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, don't look so surprised. It is what they say, the left side is the evil side. And you know what? Rika is right. Oh, no, I fucked up that joke. Anyway, so <laughs> the maroon, we, the one time we took the trip, that was my car. And I, and I hated it, which sucks because in hindsight, that we had it for a couple of years. And that fucking engine was bulletproof. All we did in that whole time, well, other when I dropped it in the ditch one time and I had to fix the passenger's front front passenger axle because it got bent. That's a story for another day. <laughs> um, we just had to fix the starter one time. That was it. I don't even think we would change the battery on that mm, bad boy. Back then, cars were built to last. Built to last. Especially Buicks. Those things are tanks. Yeah, even nowadays, you see even the ugly, um, I forget what that Buick's called, an Enclave or some shit. Mm. But um, yeah, they're, they're built to last because nobody wants to drive them. They're considered like old people cars, but yeah. I take a Buick over any car except a BMW any day. Um, <laughs> but I, so I had 89 Buick Century. Uh, I used to drive it all. I drove it up to to Washington, all up and down Oregon. We drove So we drove it down to L.A., to Norwalk one time, and we went through the uh, Bay Area. So we went to Golden Gate Bridge. Mm-hmm. Fucking huge mistake because it added like three hours to our trip from Oregon. So it was like a normally like a 12, 15-hour trip. Or normally it was a 12-hour trip, and it took like 15, 16 hours. There's absolutely no way to get through San Francisco quickly. <laughs> well, yeah, never mind that. It was just to see the bridge. And I remember I was, you know, my dad was driving at that time. My dad and my little sister, the wrong one, the the one that should have stayed behind. Um, and my mom in the front, and then me and my other two sisters in the back fighting the whole way. <laughs> and I remember just being dog-tired, and we were passing it. And I just faintly remember my dad going like, guys, guys, there's a Golden Gate Bridge. And I sleepy, like, open one eye, and I looked up, and I said, who fucking cares? And I just went back down. That's all I remember about the Golden Gate Bridge that trip. Just like looked <laughs> you up. just wanted to get out of the car. <laughs> yeah, and, and we still had like eight hours to go or whatever. Uh, and then yeah, so we came back up, and then that was it. You know, never again. But that was yeah, that was my first car. Drove all around, doing you know burnouts wherever I could, and flying off gravel and being hitting a, speed bumps. Being a young man. <laughs> yeah, one particular memory: we, me and this idiot guy that I thought was my friend, and like maybe one other guy. We, we did like the job clearing some weeds up in the mountains somewhere 
it was like a half day, three quarter day job, sweating, whatever. And then um, the end of the day, got paid handsomely. Uh, we, I wasn't handsome. The guy that paid us was handsome, mm. so we got paid handsomely. But we went to like, um, you know, like a Seven Eleven, got something to drink, sodas, and we're driving home. And I still remember this because I'm, because I'm an idiot, of course, no seatbelt. I'm driving down this mountain road. Uh, the sun's out, so I can see, but I'm flying, and I'm, I'm drinking my soda like halfway. And for some reason, because you know, lapse of judgment, but I go to throw my soda out, and my window's up. So I chuck it full force like a cool badass, and I just go <laughs> slam. And so I get this shower of spray of soda and ice that cascades back at me. And, of course, my passengers are, you know, justifiably laughing their asses at me. And I, like, I have, like, this split second, because I had a real rage problem at the time, but split second of rage at no one else but me, obviously. Mm-hmm. But split second of rage and dumbfoundedness and, and sort of, like, a force, like, sort of a disbelief and I just completely, like, kind of try to play it off, like, no, that didn't happen, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just completely looked forward. <laughs> There's no way you could have hidden it. <laughs> well, no, I'm not trying to hide it, but I'm trying to, like, convince myself that, like, I meant to do that kind of mm-hmm. thing, you know? So I just sit there and, like, look straight forward and, like, I, you know, this is all fuzzy, right? But, you know, the, I think it was at least two guys, maybe three, but I remember them laughing their asses off me. And, of course, the guy who, you know, I thought was my friend. All he wants to do is rile me up, you know, and, and I'm seething with rage at no one but myself mm-hmm. and probably this fucking cup because it's not his fault, <laughs> but it's not my fault, you know. So I'm slowly rolling the window now, you know, doing the whole drenched in ice and, and fucking sticky ass soda. It's hot. So I'm dripping with sweat, too. So I'm like trying to put the window down. Right. And then the guy next to me, my, my quote unquote friend, he's sitting there like, what the fuck, dude? Did you just throw it? And, and he's asking the obvious question. Right. But mm. I don't answer him. I'm looking. Sorry, dude. I'm, I'm focused on the road. So I'm driving forward and I'm doing like, I'm looking straight, not, you know, doing the whole like twitching eye, just mm-hmm. like going like. That vein's popping out in your Yeah, forehead. that vein's popping out. And I wasn't bald, so you can't see the vein. But I'm sitting there putting the window down. I'm just, ee, and I just, you know, throw whatever ice is left in the fucking cup and I just throw it out the window and I just go, ee, and I just put the window up. You know, I have my AC on and I'm just like, not a word, dude. Like, I, I never said nothing. I'm just like, not a word. Just put the window back up ee, and I just continue on my way. And just that's it. Not a single word. I'm just burning with rage, man. That's just drench. Just drop them off home, go home and shower or whatever. That's just, that's my little into my little fucking yeah. That was one of the little little stupid moments. That's one of those where and then from then on out, whenever you wanted to throw a full thing of soda out the window, you made sure that window was down. No, what I do, what I did from then on is make sure I open the sunroof and I chuck it out the top. <laughs> All right, Beth, you're first. That's this is ten minutes left, so give us a ten minute story. Your first um, car. I don't have that many, you know, interesting stories of driving. Because you know what? I, you told me off the, off the, off the, you want to tell me off the books, but tell me about that bank robbery you were involved in accidentally. Oh, yeah, that's not exciting. Well, it's past <laughs> the, the statute of limitations, so I think we can tell. <laughs> it's not so, exciting. Yeah, I, I was, I was bullet like, grazed yeah. your shoulder, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I wasn't one of those kids that wanted to get my license as soon as I could. Yeah, see, know? that's why I find, because, all right, so one, the reason the idea of the car thing popped in my head. Because ever since knowing you, when you drive, you give me that sense of like, you're, you're, you, you pop on your glasses, you have that driver's like sort of attitude. You know what I mean? I do like driving. Yeah, I exactly. Because you know, there's people I that get it's... in cars and they get nervous. You get people that mm-hmm. get in cars and they're like, oh man, I can't believe I have to. My sister is perfect. She, she doesn't like to drive. She t- takes streets as much as she can. But when, when you get in a car, I get the vibe like, you pop in your tunes, you're like, mm-hmm. I'm getting ready to drive. That's when you say you weren't eager to start to drive. But I get the sense like you like to drive. Mm-hmm. I do, but I think I just chuck a lot of it up to 
my you have to drive? My, my need to be in control of situations what yeah, that's I mean, a control freak right i know <laughs> i mean you know they're obvi- obviously my family are safe drivers but you know um especially Damn, just, my dad you just brag my, for everybody my now. dad he gets distracted very easily oh shit okay <laughs> I, I didn't mean to bash my family but let's do no, this no 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 i mean you know you know bless his heart he's he, he was never really all that focused but um yeah i mean he's not an unsafe driver he's just he can't carry on a conversation and talk can't uh, multitask and drive at the same time because he'll miss turns he'll he'll get into autopilot and there there have been a couple times where like we we know where we're going. My dad starts talking and he uh spaces out spaces kind of. out and yeah. you know we we miss the turn and we like we're like debating like should we tell him we missed the turn or should we see where we end up? So um but you know usually it's like you know dad we're, we're going here and he's like I knew that. I was just seeing if you guys are paying attention and he'd oh. turn around and <laughs> play it off and the turn with like 10 miles ago. Yeah. But, you know, he's not an unsafe driver. He's just, he j- gets distracted really easily. But, yeah, I do like driving. Um, it kind of, when I first started driving, I was 18, 20. I was, I was 20. Oh, so, yeah. When so, I, got, I was 20 when I got my license. So, even like 16, you weren't all anxious, like, oh, I got to hurry up and start driving. No, or... when, I, when I was 16, I was afraid. My mom tried to get me to drive my stepdad's Jeep Cherokee once. Oh, that's not that, easy This is when car. we lived in Napa, and I, like, freaked myself out, and I was like, I'm good, I'm good, I'll walk, I'll walk, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> See, and especially, this is where I combine kind of the ideas, but, you know, at that age with Napa, you were a little sort of... Uh, now, I don't I don't want to say like homesick, but you were very like sort of you wanted to be out the house, right? Because mm-hmm. you hated the whole moving back and forth. So I would figure you'd want to hop in a car and go where you want to mm-hmm. go, you know? So yeah, that's... but I didn't really have any friends there, so ah, I had right nowhere right. to go to. I mean, it would have been helpful if I was able to drive because I was only going to school one day a week because I was on home study. Oh, shit, so yeah. it would would have been a lot easier on my mom. Go where you want to go, kind <laughs> yeah. of. Yeah, you know? but um, but yeah, you know. First driving, I was like really scared. Everyone is, you know, when they first Not start me. driving. But well. I'm, I'm, maybe it's because I played too much Grand Theft Auto, but I just want to run down people. You see a group of a group <laughs> of people, just, and I'm like bus that's stops. Just you, though. <laughs> well, I see I see people at a bus stop, and I think if I could only hijack that bus and I can mow down everybody so much more efficiently. You sound like my friend. She she always talked about wanting to own a rig just for her daily drive about just because, you know, she can run down anyone she wanted to. <laughs> Dude, I see like a like a monster truck. I fantasize about monster truck just like going over cars so much, <laughs> especially on freeways. Oh my god. <laughs> that and a rocket launcher. Jams. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You know what I consider traffic jams? Playing uh, Metallica Fuel. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> right. So now nah, that's really interesting. So, you... so yeah, I didn't really actually start driving until I was 20 when my mom basically forced me <laughs> to go yeah, get so my how... driver's license. Because wow, so I didn't have a car. I didn't really feel the need to have one. Yeah, why would you bother if you so, don't have But she's like, no, you need your license. So she she took me and made sure I got my license. <laughs> Wait, okay, let's, let's go back a little bit. So... I kind of don't remember the ages, but when did you like start wanting to travel? When you told your mom, like, "Hey, if I pay for Disneyland," that was, oh man, I was I still hadn't had my license yet. That was, I was probably about eighteen, nineteen. So right before. So right, right after, right, it was right after high school. Yeah. 
Because I remember, like, my brother, he, he got his license when he was 16. You so know, he, he was had, the one that He won. had to get the driver's ed, and because he was underage, he had to pay for driver's training. Mm. And I was like, well, I don't want to have to pay for driver's That's training. Yeah. That's a lot of hassle. Yeah. So if you, you're 18, you don't have to do driver's training right 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 so i was like well i'll just wait till i'm 18 i don't have a car i don't need it anyway you know? and even then you didn't like bother you like yeah i don't yeah I've, yeah I've known people i think my sister did that too so yeah I, I was gonna wait till i was 18 and i turned 18 and i was still living at home and so i didn't really need a license and so it seemed like basically your mom was like, get the hell out of my house. And like, well, like I got my license after I moved out. Oh, okay. So, but my mom was like, you need a license, especially if you're going to be living on your own. You need an ID, yada, yada, yada. So I was like, okay. So she took me and um, she made an appointment for me to take my driver's test at the Clovis DMV, which oh, was a really smart car. move hmm. because otherwise I would have done the one on Blackstone. And driving around that Blackstone area <laughs> is a lot more stressful than driving around oh, Clovis. Wow. I bet, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you know, I passed you know, passed my driver's test first time. Only got deemed on like two things, but mowing down people. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I he you know, he has you park along the curb and then pull away. And when I pulled away I didn't signal. Uh, that was one thing he deemed me on. I think I was I'd gone over a speed limit in one area, but should have said, like, you had your hand out or something. <laughs> yeah, but like, right turn? I felt bad right because turn. there's a kid right in front of me taking his driver's test. And he was a, a, a teenager. He was pretty young. But you could tell he was so nervous. Shaking, and, um, sweating on his armpits. Yeah, well, just from watching him drive from behind because, you know. Um, Breaking hard and shit like that. Well, we were we were waiting at a stoplight and it turned to green and he didn't go. <laughs> so, you know, he's just kind of like... Not paying attention, you know. Just yelling himself, breathe, breathe. <laughs> so I was like, am I going to be marked down if I honk at him? He's like, That's what the horn's for. So, boop. <laughs> just, um, I didn't like lay into it. Just kind of, a <clears throat> yeah. And then Excuse took me, off. sir. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's one of my, like, mm-hmm. as many pet peeves I have for driving right now, one of my joys is honking at people. Oh, my friend, she's, I, I always say she's really horny because, you know, <laughs> once that light turns green, her hand's there. She's ready. She, she wants to, yeah. she wants to honk. She's ready yeah. to honk that horn. She wants to honk. She's like, <laughs> she's like, you don't know how much this means to me today. Like, you're making my day, sir. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but we got back to the, the DMV and the kid in front of me, you know, the, his instructor's like, well, wait two weeks and then you can come back and try again. I was oh, like, you Aw. heard it. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, you know what? I have a big thing where I try not to have that schadenfreude where like, I don't care how much of a douche somebody is or, like, if you see them more than once. I try not to have that show in front where, like, somebody's getting reamed or something and not be there and enjoy it. But, by gosh, sometimes it feels so good, especially when... Especially they, if you don't like the person. Yeah, especially, like, you know, somebody at work, but you're sitting there, like, because, like, somebody at work, they, like, got their uh, their, their foot or their calf got, like, they said it, it basically, like, tore off their bone or something. Ooh. So that, no, trust me, it's somebody at work. Where they're, they're assholes, so, like... They're limping around with, like, uh, soft shoes, you know, somebody at work. So, like, when they're walking around, it's funny watching them limp because you just see them and yeah, they're slowly, you know, somebody at work. Like, they're walking around, so you're watching them and just hilarious because it's like, oh, oh, it looks like somebody had a, had a tough time. And they're and they're sitting, you know, like, most of the time, so it's not a big deal. But when you get to see them, you get a little smirk. You get a little pepper. You know, you start doing, like, a little jig. You're like, oh, it looks like somebody's having a little trouble. You do, like, a little, like, Irish jig. And then part of it has that, like, what's that, um, 
that like conscience, you know, like, hey man, it's not nice to make somebody like, and you just flick them off, like, yeah, hey. that little shoulder angel. Yeah, you, Jiminy Cricket is like, look, buddy, I'll put some bug off and, you know, leave me alone. It's like a Simpsons reference. There's an episode. Yeah, yeah we haven't done yeah, any, so. Yeah, we so, end so first one, so. Um, <laughs> first is that the episode where Manjula's thinking of um, divorcing a poo because she found out he had cheated on her? Yeah. And uh, she goes to her lawyer's office and she's like, we have eight children. Will that exp- uh, affect the settlement? Oh, yeah. And the lawyer gets up on his desk and da, starts da, doing this little dance. Yeah. Yeah, he's so excited. Yeah. <laughs> See, that reminds me. I don't think it's the same. Oh, no, because it's the, the lawyer that's always everywhere. But when he's like, uh, when Bart's, you know, he's like, I want to divorce my parents. He's like, you are? You are? Yeah. And he's like. <laughs> Like yeah, I am. And he's like, no, that's just my secretary. Like you are. <laughs> yeah, my my Hawaiian, Polynesian, oh, Polynesian yeah. secretary. You all bring me the standard child divorcing parent forms. She has a little... <laughs> it's like standard. <laughs> yeah, standard. All right, Beth, you so, got anything to follow up on? Uh, yeah, I didn't really have a whole lot of you know interesting cars, but you know, we'll get we'll get to my DUI convictions last time. Or um, tell you how many times I've been involved in uh, police chases. And how many have been caught? Uh, the second answer is zero. So <laughs> the next second. time, yeah, the second answer is zero. So you get a you get the one suspense, one cliffhanger. So <laughs> I gave you the answer to the second one. So yeah, this has been car talk, or what do we call it? Um, car talk's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was Mark's title, but this has been your your uh, spaceship uh, commandeer engineer. I don't know. I already saw that because that was garbage. <laughs> Tony Shava, your uh, experienced UFO pilot with his designated driver. Beth, the supreme driver. <laughs> Signing off and uh, hanging up the keys. I don't know. We're just trying to throw as many metaphors as we can do in here. Uh, see y'all next time. Toodles. Toodles.